Welcome to the Outer Banks of North Carolina. I'm Chef Westep, and I'll be your host for Outer Banks Raw, a brand new podcast coming from the Outer Banks. We're going to be talking about food, fitness, lifestyle, you name it, that Outer Banks state of mind that y'all love so much. You want to plug in? Tune in here. This podcast is sponsored by TheObjectChef.com. Chef Westep's new website, your one-stop destination to explore the remarkable journey of our Outer Banks celebrity chef and connect with his thriving restaurants and businesses. Visit theobxchef.com. Hey, this is Chef Westep, and welcome back to another episode of Outer Banks Raw. Okay, so we're starting to wind down down here in the summer. We've had a jam-packed summer full of lots of visitors, lots of people coming down. So today i got a really special guest, someone I kind of know a little bit. This girl is, how old are you now, Jen? I just turned 30. Jesus, criminally, <laughs> she's 30, okay? That, I'm telling you, she's very old for her age, though. She's done a lot of traveling. She's done a lot of... And you know what? She calls Outer Banks kind of her home base. So anyway, without further ado, let me turn it over. Jen, introduce yourself. Tell me a little bit of what you do now, and tell me a little bit about yourself. Thank you so much, Wes and Celeste, for having me on the show. And yeah, my name's Jen, and Wes and I go pretty far back. I'd say about 30 years. <laughs> um, he is my uncle, so my mom lives down here now, too. And they're, you know, they're siblings. And so when my mom permanently moved down here, she became sort of my home base. And I permanently relocated to the Outer Banks in 2019. And I messaged Wes because I was looking to throw my hat into the ring of line cook for a few summers. And so I got into the restaurant industry and then I slowly got involved into the yoga community and I trained as a yoga teacher. And so now I'm back and I work at the restaurant. I teach yoga. I have started to get it a little bit into coaching and so yeah but I love traveling and I go back and forth a lot. I'm going to tell you what I Jen. Yes, she <laughs> is my niece, okay? The first time she came down, I think you were what in high school or what Yeah, I was I was like 14 or 15. <laughs> yeah, she came down for the summer and immediately she gravitated to um she was bussing and doing different stuff in the restaurant and i tell you what when i see people coming in the hospitality business they're always like gung-ho at the beginning but give them a week you know what i mean because then it starts to wear you down the grind kicks in fast in the hospitality business but anyway she didn't get affected by it so i was kind of looking at her going <laughs> okay something's a little off about this child anyway the next thing you know she's baking mm-hmm. and you kind of gravitated towards we had a lady named Dolores who was in her second job and she was an amazing baker next thing you know Jen was helping her with baking and you kicked some bacon butt for a yeah, while, didn't you? I did. I forgot about that. My grandmother, who lived in Grandy, she would help me, too. She'd be like, how many cakes do we have to make? Because <laughs> I was staying with her two part-time. So. Yes. <laughs> you know, the, yeah. the thing is, is and, and you came from Chicago, so, I mean, the Outer Banks is slightly different than Chicago. But anyway, I was always sort of amazed by your persistence and your eagerness to learn and to accept on new experiences, I guess, you know what I mean? Whether it be in the dish room or in a bakery setting or in the restaurant. And then later on, you 
the other great thing that you you did, okay, which we all wondered what's wrong with his child again. <laughs> um, you were in college for just a moment. Just a few years, you know, just trying it out and exploring. Yeah, and then I had a foray where I lived in Oregon for about six years and ran an agricultural business. And <laughs> <laughs> that was friggin' amazing. Okay, so yeah. I thought that was so because I was like, okay, she's young. She's just going to go up there and you do young things, right? And you're going to Oregon and you're going to have a agricultural project. And I'm like, okay, I know what I'd have been like in my 20s with an agricultural project. My whole life was an agricultural project. <laughs> but Jen, you weren't that girl. You were, when I talked to you on the phone, you you and your partner at the time, you guys like were real farmers. Like yeah. from like you knew when there were you know, bugs and things that were eating the plants. And it's like, okay, we got to do this now. I mean, it was freaking work, correct? Yeah, yeah. And I like talking about this, you know, I've worn a lot of different hats in the last 10 years. You know, I've been a student, I've been a farmer, I've been a cook, I've been a baker and a server. And now it's like, I'm a yoga teacher and a traveler. And it's just like, wow, you know, when you put it into perspective, it's like so much has happened. (laughs) Oh my God, you, you were, you were farming for a great book one day, you know, (laughs) what haven't I done? (laughs) But traveling to Mars next year. So (laughs) there you go. So, um, and then, so anyway, you did the agricultural project and, you know, you were pretty successful at that. And then it wasn't like anything blew up and the tornado hit it or anything. You just decided to change up. It was time to move on. And that's when I came to the Outer Banks. Right. And then you, and now this is kind of your home base, right? Yeah. A hundred percent. So, you're 30 years old, you've done a lot of different jobs, you've traveled around a lot, you've seen a lot of different things, you've been doing a lot of time in India, correct? Yeah, so most of last year, 2022, I spent in India. And that was an amazing experience. It was right after the pandemic. You know, for two years, we were a bit locked down here. And so in 2022, a dear, dear friend of mine was like, I'm going to India. Do you want to come with me? And my immediate reaction was like, no, (laughs) (laughs) India, like, I don't know of anything about India. And then I realized like, oh, India is the birthplace of yoga. Duh. And like, I had just done my yoga teacher training. I had just been teaching for most of 2021. I was like, oh yeah, like I'll go to India and do yoga, but my thinking is kind of backwards. It wasn't right. like, oh yeah, yoga, India. <laughs> so, but thankfully my, my best friend was going and she was like, Jen, you have to go. And I was like, I don't know. And I, I had a dream and it was just a very strong pull. And I just said, you know what? This scares me, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to book the ticket. And in February, 2022, I flew to Mumbai. And she picked me up and we went to this small town called Ganeshpuri and my life has not been the same since. That is amazing. You know, that's the other great thing is like people are out there listening and everything and you're 30 years old and you're now you've lived some in India as well and you're getting ready to go back, right? Yeah, I'm going back in January. So she likes India. (laughs) And um, but she sounds kind of like, okay, well, yeah, we we know what a wayward child sounds like, you know, a little (laughs) lost and da 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 da. But she's not. She's actually really got her shit together. And that that commands a lot of respect, not only from someone that's older than you that's watched you, you know, develop, <laughs> but also to your peers who a lot of them are similar age. They work in the restaurant. So being able to call the Outer Banks home base yeah, and being a person who 
logically thinks about how she can dance to a different drummer. Yeah. Because that's basically what you're doing. You have not only just, it's not like shooting from the hip. <laughs> you have to plan on where you're staying in India. Yeah. You're not staying at the Four Seasons, right? No, no. Oh, I'm staying is there like... Four Seasons in India? I have no I idea. <laughs> there are some nice places in India, but it is... Taj um, Mahal? Yeah. <laughs> it is a lot different. Where do you stay? You stay in a yeah. hostel or... No, I'm, I'm not super into the hostels. I do like my own space, but I do stay in guest houses right. that are mostly run by like families and you get really close with those families and they are curious about you and you just cultivate a nice relationship and I've gone back now and stayed with those same families again and so it's it's such a different world out there right and the the podcast isn't video so she definitely does not appear Indian whatsoever. Okay, <laughs> no. she is uh, yeah. looks. I'd I'm say very you, Irish. Yeah, I'd say freckles, very Irish. White, red, red hair, <laughs> cute as a button, but definitely not Indian. No, um, I, I stand out a little bit there. So. I'm sure you do. So when you eat and you get to, I mean, because I know you're a foodie, you yeah. love food. I've seen you just like my daughters go through different stages where sometimes you're vegan, sometimes you're yeah. pescatarian. When you're traveling abroad, do you find that if you set up too hard parameters or direction for your diet that, okay, it's kind of impossible to achieve? Yes, in some ways. I mean, I have traveling friends who are vegan and they do very well with it. And what's amazing is that the world is becoming so much bigger and that there are so many more vegan places available. You know, even in like Ho Chi Minh City in Vietnam, there's vegan bakeries. And in Bali, there is an amazing eclectic vegan foodie scene there as well. For me personally, just because I like to try so much different stuff, I don't try to put too many parameters on it. Right. I don't really tend to eat much meat. That's like kind of across the board. But for me, uh, I just love trying new things. And right. I think as a traveler, you really need to be open to experiences. I and, agree. And culturally, you know, when I got to India, I didn't, I wasn't drinking any milk. But in India, chai is like a love language there. Right. You know, and you have chai throughout the day in these little Dixie cups, and it's a way to connect with people, and you just really slowed down and it's like, oh, you want to go for a chai? Let's have chai. You know, chai is like another language. And so I started drinking milk. You know, it was great. And now I love chai. (laughs) So You love chai. Do you get any here on the Outer Banks? No, I will sometimes make my own chai, but it's not the same as when they're like making it at the stall and they have these pots, you know, that have just been making thousands of batches of chai in a day. And it's just amazing. So, so I did want to want to go over to like you know you mentioned because you're into the yoga and yeah. you know you're I actually got some tips on meditation from Jen like meditation for complete dummies because <laughs> that would be qualify I qualify but um, someone told me once that if you're trying to meditate you're meditating so anyway. Yeah. <laughs> At least I got to try. Now, you came back this summer, and you've been working as a server at both NC Coast and Red Sky, right? Yes, and doing Chef on Calls, so I got to bust out my old chef coat from retirement. (laughs) And she does Chefs on Calls, and so you get to meet people. You get to meet people from all over the different areas. Yes. And do you think your perceptions changed just from when you came down before, before you did all the traveling that you're doing now on you know, what it feels like for a visitor to come into a smiling face, because down here, I mean, granted, we love the visitors. That's how we survive. And this is a great place to come and visit. But you can get jaded, Yeah. you know, as a, it's like, because basically visitors also equate to 
getting hammered hard work every day. I think being able to travel and be a tourist in a lot of these places and experience local culture has just made me appreciate the experience that some people are having when they come to the Outer Banks. You know, we are so privileged that we have this beautiful beach we get to go to every day if we want. And some people spend their whole year saving up just for a week on the beach that we live on every day. And so... For me, it's like, how do I bring mindfulness as both a tourist when the places I go to, and how do I respect all the local cultures and customs? You know, in India, I accommodate in some ways. You know, I wear different clothing because I know culturally that is what is respected. And so it's the same thing as coming to the Outer Banks, you know, just being respectful of some of our little customs and being mindful of how you treat the beach and trying not to litter and things like that, you know. But I really appreciate the tourists that come down here so much more because I've been a tourist before. And if people in other countries had been really rude or harsh or mean to me, that would have left me feeling jaded and had a different experience of the place. And so it's really important to think of that as we do welcome all these visitors this summer is like, I want them to leave feeling really good about the Outer Banks and that they had a positive experience. And I'm able to do that both in the restaurant industry, but also as a yoga teacher. Right. So I get to teach at Village Yoga in Duck and also Outer Banks Yoga in Kitty Hawk. So I get to experience a lot of different families. I do private beach yoga, which is a great way to meet those families coming down. And so it's such a beautiful experience just to personalize their time here on the Outer Banks. And people just love coming back here. Now, do you think if someone's on vacation and and they're stressing out all year long and, you know, they come down here for vacation, I mean, is it worth trying yoga if you're like not a yogi? I mean, if you do yoga, then it's sort of like me working out. Okay, so if I go on vacation somewhere, yeah, I'll probably plug in and work out, but I know exactly what I'm doing. But it might be good for me to try something that I don't know what I'm doing, but I wouldn't do it because I'm like, I don't know anything about it. I think now is always the perfect time to start doing yoga. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's the precious present, okay? We're with mindfulness here. No, but I think because we bring our same habits with us on vacation that we are living in our daily lives. So if you're a runner in your daily life, you're probably going to make time to run in your vacation. Right. And I see that on Duck Road. There's tons of people running. I mean, they didn't just happen to pick up running because they're on vacation. But a lot of people want to start healthy habits when they go on vacation because like Mm. i work out in the gym and a lot of times i will see guys that haven't worked out all all year long and they come in to the gym because they're on vacation and they want to start this okay going on vacation it's going to be new me coming back you know to philly or wherever they're at (laughs) and then you see them in there and it's like dude you should not be lifting that much weight and they're bouncing it off their chest I'm going, damn, there goes their vacation because they're going to be sore. Yeah. So, you know, yoga is something that there's a lot. There's, like you said, you you teach at Village Yoga up here in Duck. Yeah, and Outer Banks Yoga in Kitty Hawk. And what's great about yoga down here specifically is that we're so catered to the tourists. Like, we are very aware there's lots of people visiting. For their first time. 100%, lots of time for the first time. So it's a great place to get your foot in the door because chances are 50% of the class is also there for their first time or their first time at the studio or, you know, they're just coming back for the summer. So I think it's a great place to... And the yoga is, I mean, anything with yoga or meditation or anything, these are disciplines that you're you're building from the inside out. And we all know, and Celeste's in here as well. She's a big traveler. (laughs) But anyway, we all know that 
you know, no matter where you go, there you are. Yeah. And if you don't have some discipline, so that goes in, you're aware of that at the young age of 30. <laughs> um, like I said, she's very, very wise for her age. <laughs> but anyway, you know that all too well. And so from all your different occupations and you're traveling and you're getting to know different people in different phases of their life, mm-hmm. you've also taken your yoga thing and course you've gone to friggin india which is amazing okay not every yogi can say that and you're also wanting to shape into some life coaching type things as well is that correct yeah well i haven't figured out how to travel for free yet so uh it turns out you know you do need to have some stream of income and as much as i loved my foray into the restaurant industry i don't believe that's also my life path right and so i was like wow like how do i combine you know my life experiences how do i continue traveling but have you know steady income and how can i help people you know transform their lives and work one-on-one and really bring mindfulness and yoga into into our sessions. And so I started a year-long certification program and coaching this year, and I'm just really excited to see what kind of people I meet and what kind of work we can do together to just elevate and help them achieve their goals. Now, I know you don't have a complete vision probably of, of what it's going to look like in five years, but could you see yourself working with people more like in a personal setting, like one-on-one, or do you see it being more of one of those online type things where people could touch in and you could be traveling all over the place and have a certain clientele? Exactly. Yeah. that I'm, I'm hoping a bit of both, you know, yeah. the best of both worlds. Like I get the best of both worlds living on the Outer Banks and also being able to travel and having the best of both worlds where I work one-on-one with clients virtually, but then I can have retreats around the world and meet people in person and host workshops. And I love one-on-one in person. I think there's something to be said about in-person connection as opposed to virtual. But yeah, having a bit of both of those would be amazing. Well, I tell you what, I don't know how much you've got. Let's see, you're coming back in November. Yeah, so I'm going to France in September for Because somebody's getting married retreat. in November. Who the hell? Yeah, somebody. I don't know. I think it's your daughter. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> my dearly beloved cousin. Yes. <laughs> and my brother's going to be there. He asked me to shout him out. So <laughs> him and I are going to show up to the wedding, and we're really excited. <laughs> now, your brother, who is a charming lad, okay? Everyone, if you meet Eric, you love Eric. He's a little bit different than you, right? He dances to the beat of a different drummer. Yeah, yeah. He just moved to South Carolina, so I'm super excited for him and and what's going to happen. I love that he's five hours closer, you know, just... Well, he's into softball and he's into the all-American type stuff. Yeah. But anyway, then you're coming back into... You're going to France or something, correct? Yeah, so France in September for a yoga retreat, which I'm really looking forward to. And then I'll do a few weeks in Italy and then I'll come back for Jackie's wedding. And then I will hopefully take off again in January. So you haven't started the life coaching yet or anything, but you know, you've been doing the yoga stuff, you've been working at the restaurants, doing the chef's on calls, being a server. I mean, it takes a lot of discipline and budgeting to figure out. I mean, you're not shooting from the hip to say, okay, I'm going to buy a plane ticket, I'm going to go to France for X period of time. Now, where are you going to stay at over there? Do you know or? I do. So I'm going to be flying into Paris for a few days just to see the Eiffel Tower, of course, fall in love, hopefully, you know, (laughs) and then I'll be headed south to the French Alps. So my yoga teacher on Howard is hosting her first yoga retreat in her hometown of Barcelonette. And so I'll be going to stay with her and I'm helping assist her on the yoga retreat. 
And then from there, I'll be going to Florence, Italy, which I'm really excited about. Good. Now, out of all the countries you've been to, which they're numerous, you love India. So which countries have you found been the most friendly? You know what has been so amazing to me is that Every place I've gone, I've met amazing people. Right. Like the world is so much more friendly and welcoming than you would think. And it's important to remember that because the news we're inundated with is very heavy a lot of the time. And so we think that, oh my gosh, the world's a bad and a scary place. And it's like, yes, and, you know, there's bad stuff happening, but there's really amazing, incredible, good people. I'll share just one really cool story. So I was on a train from Rishikesh, India to Varanasi, India. And I was a little discombobulated at the end because the the train was delayed and I wasn't really sure where I was going afterward. And this really nice guy, he's a couple years younger than me. He's like, hey, do you need help getting like a tuk-tuk or a rickshaw? I'm sorry, tuk-tuks are in Thailand. But he's like, you want help getting a little rickshaw, which is like their transport. And I was like, oh my gosh, that would be so nice. And he like waited with me to get the rickshaw and he made sure that I got to where I needed to be. And then we met up a few days later. So there's just so much kindness and generosity in the world. And people in India are incredibly friendly. Balinese people, Indonesian people are really, really friendly. It's just an amazing world out there. I love that message. I tell you what, that is a, because you're right. I mean, we all get caught up in our own little nooks and crannies and then anything that coming through the news, if it's news, it's got to be bad, you know, and you kind of forget that there's a lot more kindness out there than yes. there is cruelty. It's just cruelty gets the headlines, yeah. you know? And yeah. so uh, with that being said, I am uh, so excited that where you are in your life and how you love being a searcher and how, you know, the lighthouses on the Outer Banks, even though it's not where you were born and raised, it makes you feel comfortable enough to say, hey, you know what? This is my home base. From here, I launch. And that's one thing about the Outer Banks of North Carolina. It's a great place to say, hey, from here, I launch and I come back. Anyway, is there anything else you'd like to mention before we uh, shut her down for today? (laughs) I just want to say, yeah, the Outer Banks is such a beautiful home base. And we have amazingly kind people and beautiful, beautiful beaches. And I just love our local community here. And I'm just so excited to also go back to my other community abroad. And I feel so grateful that I get to swim between these two worlds. And yeah, I'm super into mindfulness, meditation, and yoga. So if anyone wants to reach me, I'm on Instagram, generally with a J underscore Zen. There you go. So you can follow along on my travels, reach out if you have any questions. Sometimes it just takes talking to one person to really get the nudge to buy the ticket. Right. So I highly encourage anyone who's feeling called to, to really answer the call and, and get out there and explore the world. It's an amazing place. And thanks for having me on the podcast. (laughs) Well, we appreciate having you on the podcast. And Jen, I will see you later at work. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, darling. And uh, you have a great one. And when you get your life coaching business up and running, we'll come back on. And then you'll give them the website and the whole nine yards. Perfect. And um, just keep doing what you're doing. All right? Thank you so much. No problem. Okay, so there's another exciting episode of Outer Banks Raw. We just love it down here on the Outer Banks and really thank you guys for tuning in. Hit like or subscribe. Uh, Until next time, this is Chef West Outer Banks Raw. Later.